Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right, welcome back. We are in Cottleville at the Knights of Columbus Fish Fry, and the room is starting to get packed. The line is out the door. We have nice weather this afternoon. Of course, a week ago, I think um, the fit, what we're going to find out here, uh, Kevin Los is here with the St. Louis Archdiocese and the Knights of Columbus, and you guys, I'm, I'm guessing, were pretty down on the numbers last week because of the snow, right? Actually, we were about half. We yeah. were surprised. You know, the roads got well about four. Right. And uh, But we were about half what we normally do yeah. you know because it was we we had to make the right decision just because we were trying to get the broadcast set up to cancel but we all kind of knew that after 4 four thirty, the weather would be fine but it it didn't matter because i think actually traffic out here might have been a little bit better than it was even you know in west county and and in the city but we're happy to be here since Thank we you. had to skip incarnate word last week we're going to be out there so tell me about this fish fry we were here last year kevin you guys do how much fish? How many people are coming through here? I bet you'll be extra packed tonight because of last week, right? I, I think the weather is going to be good. The fact folks uh, weren't able to get out for the first one last Friday, you know, it's kind of a little sure. pent-up anxiety, and, and they'll be here. What's on the menu, which has been sampled thoroughly by the crew, Sue and Fred and Jan? I had the hush puppy. That's the only thing I've sampled. Oh, oh my gosh. Gene Evans' shrimp. quote get was, shrimp. Gene's quote was, before she left, that's the best hush puppy I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. About that. No, I What's, have to agree. It's I, strong. I am, I am it's the, a strong I am yeah, it's in the fried uh, we, shrimp. We have uh, catfish, cod, uh, uh, fries, shrimp. For the little kids, we do pizza, mac and cheese. Oh. Of course, I didn't grow up in St. Louis, but you can't have a St. Louis fish fry without spaghetti. True. So we have spaghetti, even though, like I said, it's a little weird. Not but my DNA, but, yeah, right. but there you it go. It is a little weird. There's no little doubt weird, about it. I forgot, local. we talked about this last year. Where did you grow up? Uh, Jackson, Missouri. That's, about, right. That's, that's right. right. You were down there. So this, you know, the thing with fish fries, and it's not only St. Louis, obviously, but this becomes such a tradition for people every year. you got families in here that they can't wait to get through the door, right, and, and get to the fish fries. So Does it really is have, a special uh, occasion. We have a really loyal uh, uh, fan base, if you will. Yeah. 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 We, and, you know, because our line gets so long, we give complimentary cups of beer while they wait in line. Oh, that doesn't hurt at all. That's Fred's, a, Fred's <laughs> eyes Fred just, just left. Up. No, I swear, Fred, tell Tell, tell tell everyone what you told well, me that you'd be doing here in a few well, years. Well, I said in a few years, you know, I'm going to be showing up for these at 345 waiting for a fish fry. <laughs> right. You know, when I'm no longer yeah, working. He's ready. Yeah. he's ready to say. I thought he said, so three three years I'll be over there. I'm like, three well, you're going to be volunteering? Well, yeah, I don't know if he said three. Hopefully you know, he said I, didn't three. Say, I didn't say three He years. said a few, but that's so He said, I said, what, you're going to volunteer over there selling the desserts? He goes, no, I'm going to be in line for the fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> Is I there... You want the beer, though. Kevin, do you yeah. feel there's competition with area fish fries to outdo one another? Is there healthy competition, if I, you will? I would, 
I don't know, my daughter uh, was going to St. Peter's up in St. Charles, and she goes, I'm cheating on you, Dad. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, you know, so oh, yeah. so I'd say yes. I think it's a healthy competition. You know, we, yeah. we would not mind where everyone goes. Right. So, but I like so. the fact that, you know, there are little unique menu items depending on yes. where you go, and everything's just the a little different. The desserts here Yeah, Kevin, talk, are about, better. talk about That's the desserts. Our, yeah, talk about the desserts. because Our is... Ladies Auxiliary oh. uh, provides all the homemade desserts. There's no store-bought. They uh, make them every week. Strong. You know, uh, yeah, they, they, they do really well. And this is huge. I mean, I will say, this is. I think this is a bigger fish fry than many. Um, well, it's a big room. It's a for huge sure. room, which is great. And so how many people do you get through? Do we serve? Yeah. I, we don't really count the people. We count, count the, the dollars. So, oh, nice. You know, but uh, all of our, speaking of dollars, all of our money goes to support our charities. Uh, we're not for profit. Uh, you know, we do have some operational expenses that, that we go through. But, sure. again, we try to push as much back into the community as we can. you got to pay the broadcast team and things like that. We understand, Kevin. It's understandable. <laughs> with, with, we with appreciate hush that. With hush puppies. I, I think I'd rather give you money right now the way you guys are eating the hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking a lawsuit because of the Marjorie show. It's Jane. Absolutely. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for having us. And Jim Sorrell, who helps put this together for us as well. He's a friend, and we, we're happy to be here. We love we'd coming. love to have you back next year. And, and really, thank you for all you do for the community and for us. And thank the other you. thing about Cottleville, I'll say this, and Fred and I both have deep appreciation. Man, if it wasn't so darn farted downtown, I love it out here so much. It's great out here. It takes a sandwich and a soda to get here, there but you it's go. all right. <laughs> it's right. Worth it. Well, we had to book flights on Southwest, but yes, it does. Kevin, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. All right, time to do this here this afternoon. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. And now, Sue's News. Sponsored by Mr. Appliance. Speedy expert service. MrAppliance.com Well, it is National Banana Bread Day. I'm not sure you're aware, but if you have old bananas at home, whip them up. All you need is three. I make banana bread all the time. See? I love banana bread. I do too. And pumpkin bread. Uh, with peanut butter. Oh, sure. Anyone, anyone. Oh, that... friend, you put peanut butter fried. I've never, but me. I will. Talk wait, wait, wait. Hold on. It's I'm, so good. That's new to me. What do you do? When you do you do it? Put, it's, you put the peanut butter on the banana bread, day yes. two, yeah. and it is excellent. I've never done that. Yeah, me oh, yeah. Sounds good, though. If yeah. I had the bell, I would ring it. Well, <laughs> it, I don't know. that It's so dumb that I've never done it because I put peanut butter on oh, bananas. bananas all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. oh, you put it on. I eat that for breakfast. Yeah, it's delicious. It would have been cool if he made it, but Tiger's son, Charlie, didn't quite make it in his first try qualifying for the PGA Tour. I heard Did that. you see that? Well, he blew up on one hole. I think he got a 12 on one yeah. hole. He was really doing well. And then, then he felt like those of us who are amateur golfers do on a regular basis. You get to a hole and you just can't get out of it. There's now, what amateur do. golfers, I don't know if you know this, Sue. If that happens to those of us who are playing, we take an 8. There's like, it, could be, <laughs> it could be a 15, but everyone's like, yeah, we're just taking an 8 on that one. That's how we do it. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. I have that problem with miniature golf. <laughs> you know, do you really? I've I'll had a 7 you, hole them. <laughs> oh, oh those hurt curves you. ones where they go up and then they just come down that's again. That's right. He's only 15, Charlie Woods, okay, by the way, fine. but uh, he did shoot 6. 16 over par. Yahoo, though, had a story out about the event. It said that a group of about 50 people were following the poor kid, and that's fine, but there weren't ropes up, so they were getting way too close. Mm. And I think it probably, you know, he's 15 years old. I'm sure it was freaking him out. And then 50 people are coming up, woo, like really close to him. So we'll see what happens next time. I think he's going to be just fine in his career. Yeah, I Uh, think so. He's got an amazing swing, and look, he's still obviously learning the... uh, 
the game when you have to have under pressure. You know, yes. you're playing under pressure, yes. that's a different thing. It is. It is. And uh, if he's only 15, I mean, and I think that he will spark as much interest as his father, right? I mean, especially There's Tiger's not there. playing, right? right? Yeah. Could be more. I think so, too. Yeah. This was a weird story. The Wall Street Journal says that some employers, now they're trying to get people back in the office, are pumping fragrances into workspaces to improve your mood. Brilliant. There is one, there really isn't one magic scent that uh, does the trick, but they're trying custom blends. One company uses one that has 35 ingredients, including our favorite uh, Asian Sambac Jasmine. What? Which is said to improve uh, happiness and confidence, and Indian sandalwood for allevi- alleviating anxiety, and Italian pine to fight fatigue. Wow. Yeah. I so uh-huh. support this. Uh, Odyssey St. <laughs> Louis does eau de marijuana because we don't even really talk about this on the air very much, but I'm just going to get it out there with it. It's the worst. Well, there is something going on in our building, and it's mainly on our side of the building. If you go to the KMOX side, apparently there's a bunch of potheads on our side of the building that but live no, above us we, or below we us. Think that's what we we're think saying. it's in the, and I'm telling you, we have people, we have clients, we have guests yes. that come in. It smells, Jane, you've smelled it, oh, right? it's A awful. very yeah, it's strong awful. smell. Abby, sometimes in our office. But what's weird is, is that the building, they've looked into this. The building says that the HVAC system that we have doesn't circulate air from other floors. We find that impossible, oh, right? Oh, well, but I guess maybe it's, maybe it's just Odyssey pumping that through for us. No, Do you ever be. think about that? Well, I did not. To make you and high? I hate it. Oh, <laughs> yes. All I would need is chocolate chip cookie smell. So, thank yeah. you. Like, if you walk into oh, a home Fred. that's for oh, sale, that's yeah. the best. and they're making chocolate or chip cookies, fresh I'm sold. baked bread. That's oh. good. Oh, but they pump either of those through there. Anyway, have you ever been in a casino in Las Vegas? They, they pump, pump in they, air. They pump in air, oxygen. oxygen, and scent. Oh, I didn't know they did both. Me, oh, I love it. It smells uh, great. One expert warns that you should know what you're doing with these scents because, uh, example, combining scents of lavender and pumpkin pie has a dramatic sexual effect. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> uh, that seems like an odd combo, pumpkin pie and, and, and lavender, but that's okay. a little weird. But some people are really sensitive to smells, you know, they don't love it. Abby, would you like a smell or not? I, I do. I like lavender and orange and mint. Those are my favorite. Okay. And they're fun to mix with, too. All right, well, just don't mix it with pumpkin pie. <laughs> uh, okay, now we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and I asked everybody to come in with the answer to this. What movie could you not make it through? It's so bad that you got up and left the theater. And, of course, Mark and me, uh, Mark and I, both were like, oh, gee, <laughs> I've I had got one. one. I had one. But, you know, you guys thought maybe it was Barbie. I wa- I didn't finish Barbie. I disliked it, but I watched it on an airplane. But I was specifically going to the question of walking out, out of, of a, a theater. theater. Right. Yes. And what was yours? So mine was, let me see if I can come up with the year here. It was 1985, and it was a film. I'm guessing most people have never heard of this. We have a clip. Carl's going to play the clip. It's a movie with Jeff Goldblum and Joseph Bologna and Ed Begley Jr., Carol Kane. It's called Transylvania 65000. Oh, I've seen it. (laughs) Investigating Frankenstein. You mean the monster? The terrible secret lurks in the shadows. Now they're discovering the truth about the creatures of the night. 
There's a well, part of me that wants to go back and watch it again, but we went to the Chesterfield Theater, I think the one behind the mall, right? and there was a group of us that I was, some people I went to high school with. I was at Mizzou at the time, but I must have been back. And we walked out of the movie, and here's what I remember. We tried to get our money back, right? Oh, did you? Well, oh, we yeah. waited. It wasn't. We didn't walk out in like the first 10 or 15 minutes. It was after 30 minutes, and they wouldn't do it. Oh, but that's we still funny. Left. We just thought it was bad. But I'd almost go, want to go back and watch it again just to see if it was as bad as I remember okay. it. It's it's sounds, not that bad. It sounds like it would be on Mystery Science Theater 3000. It does, kind of. It yeah. does, kind of. Yeah. Now, Fred, what is your answer? Did you ever I, walk out of a theater? No, and that's because <laughs> I'm pretty cheap. And so if I'm, <laughs> if I'm paying to see a movie, yeah. I'm going to stay through the whole movie even so if it's I terrible it. yeah yes. right. all right uh what abby what was yours so i didn't actually walk out of a theater on yes. this one but it's the only movie that i've ever like gotten most of the way through and was like nope 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 never mind can't watch it i'm done with it never what gonna pick it? it up again it was gremlins oh, oh my how gosh, could you not finish gremlins too scary it, was, it got a little scary yeah. and then there was a part in the kitchen sequence that just yeah. freaked, freaked me out, you out and yeah. i was like nope off. Oh, that's fun. No, See, I wanted you. to watch that movie recently with my daughter, but I think it would freak her out. I think it well, would. Well, you know what? Yeah. It, it was not made for little kids. No, yeah. I don't it think it was. Right. It is that absolutely was not. But Gizmo was so cute. I was in high school when I watched it, so but I wasn't still. a little kid anymore, but I was still like, nope, I'm done with it. It sounds no, cute, you. and it wasn't really that cute. No. Okay, mine was horrible. It was so bad. This is a movie from 1987 with Howie Mandel and Cloris Leachman. <laughs> Okay, the premise is uh, Howie Mandel is somehow lost in the woods. Well, here, I'll, I'll, Carl, play the thing, and it'll tell you. There have been many shaggy dog stories, but none more amazing than the story of Bobo, discovered in the wilderness. <gasps> Where have you been for the last 28 years? I was beginning to get worried. He was raised by wolves. 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 That's, That's right. right. You, you win. Thank you. <laughs> Just based on the sound. Howie Mandel acted like a dog the entire time. What was it called? It was called Walk Like a Man. He got lost in the forest and was raised by wolves and or dogs. I remember. And then he walked like, and I got about 10, 15 minutes. I've never walked out of a movie before. It was, I must have been in college. And I, yeah, 1987. And I thought, I can't do it. This is the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. seen in life. Did you get your money back or not? I did not. That okay. didn't even occur to me. Yeah. Well, because, Fred, they will. Like, I think if you do leave in the in the first 10 or 15 minutes, they'll give you a rain check. They won't give you money back, but they'll give, they'll you, give a, you a rain check. A voucher oh, good. for another All movie. Right. Jane, what's yours? Mine was First Night. I was first so night. excited because I'm a big fan of Camelot and the story of King Arthur. It's just like a favorite of mine. And it was like... Richard Gere and Ooh. Sean Connery. I'm oh, like, oh, all right, okay, right? Like I yes. had, I had expectations. 1995. Yes, the expectations were were high. Dashed. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they were dashed. Oh. And so, yeah, I kind of thought less of both of the actors. I'm like, how do you screw up King Arthur? So I, I walked out, which shocked me. Do, do you have that one, Carl? I was still a boy sure. when I first climbed this hill and saw what was to become my city. I named it Camelot. Oh, wow. It sounds like it should be good. But it wasn't. It wasn't. What was the problem? The problem with it was the script. I mean, Uh these actors were not going to be able to save this script. It was terrible. I'm pretty sure I saw that movie. I have no recollection of it. (laughs) That should tell you. But it was a big movie because of big names. Oh, and there were other stars. I'm trying to remember. But, I mean, it was, yeah, it should have been good. Did any individual, was any individual named Bobo and forced to walk (laughs) like a dog the entire time and have Cloris Leachman put a a leash on them and say, I'm going to take him to tennis lessons. I can't. I want them to play those scenes on, which which show is he on? America's Got Talent or whatever? They 
should. They should play Bobo. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe that made it to a theater. I can't either, Jane. <laughs> wow, that's Sue's sad. News is brought to you by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Go to MrAppliance.com. Seriously, they are great. Chad and his people, if you have an appliance issue. And finally, in Sue's News, we have today's random fact. I have so many good ones. All right, well, let's just go with this. Colgate toothpaste, when it first came out, was in 1873, wow. which is a long time. Fred, that's a long time. Isn't yeah, it? oh, yeah. Even for Fred. Uh, and one of the ingredients was soap. Ew. Anyway, it's much better today. I'm not anti-Colgate, just telling Can you I that. Can I ask a random question along yes, those lines? Please, what, yeah. what brand do you use? I like the Crest, the Colgate, and the Smart Mouth. I kind of rotate yeah. all three I'm of Crest. them. I'm Crest. Yeah. Sensodyne. Sensodyne. Oh. Yeah. Well, Very that's because you have dentures. Yes, I understand. Abby. <laughs> I, I You're use older. A, a small brand called Boca. What, Boca. What's that about? Is it, it like supposed to be healthier? It's got a special chemical in it that's like what your bones are made of. So when you brush your teeth, it stays on your teeth. Way too fancy for me. What? And it, it helps rebuild your enamel and protect your teeth against things. Can you buy that in like Target and Walmart? No, oh, it's okay. online. Special. Wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Fancy. Abby. Dang. What about Fred when it comes to your Boca? Teeth. What do you got, oh, Fred? I buy the three pack of Crest at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for Sue's News. All right, thank you, Sue. We are live in Cottleville at the Fish Fry, and the line is winding around our table here. It is packed at the Knights of Columbus. So come out and see us. We're here until 6 o'clock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, it was supposed to be our first fish fry last Friday. We had to cancel due to the weather. We'll be at Incarnate Word next Friday. We are in Cottleville at the Knights of Columbus Hall, and apparently I'm the only one concentrating on a radio show because uh, the rest of the crew is just Eating. eating nonstop. Yes. Coleslaw. Yes. Spaghetti. Have you tried shrimp. that fish? That shrimp is good. Oh, my goodness. What's cheese. that? Is that catfish? Yeah, it's catfish. All right. It's really catfish? good. Yeah. Well, hey, don't worry about the radio show. Keep eating. I'm going to welcome Paul Hall from Common Guy Films <laughs> to the fray this afternoon. Mr. Hall, how are you? I'm going to go walk out on this radio show, not on a movie. Can I do that? Well, Can I go now? Yeah, I do, want, I do want to tap into you, though, as far as that question. And Fred said that you, and this is, by the way, this is another reason that I had not walked probably out of more movies. Believe me, I wanted to, but I was a critic for 30 years, and you just don't walk out of a movie that you're reviewing. And that's one of the reasons you probably don't have that history, right? I, I do when it comes to something where I'm working. And I have this kind of weird fascination with wanting to see Bad movies and good movies. Even Norbit, uh, Mark. I, I, I sit through the whole thing. Uh, Me give too. It a good, uh, I sat through Norbit. Yeah. <laughs> give well, it a good I'm not here's the deal. 
let me let me explain that comment there from Paul. So Paul, yeah. Paul and I got to know each other in Milwaukee, and we you know we've remained friends. We've done things on the air for a long time. So at one point when Norbit came out, I declared that that was my new <laughs> standard for the worst movie that I've ever seen. It was terrible. And we have, and I don't think we've done this in a while, but we like we've sent each other a copy of the Norbit. DVD in the mail and things like that just to kind of, you know, tease each other along the line. So he knows how I feel about Norbert. But I lasted through that whole movie, by the way. That's impressive. Yeah, you know, it, it, they're, they're, all the bad movies even have good redeeming values to it. I mean, I, the one movie I did walk out of was uh, when I was not working on it. It was for a movie called Empire back in 2002. And the only reason I walked out on it, John Leguizamo, uh, Peter Sarsgaard, was a, wow. it was on New Year's Eve. I was there with my wife. We decided to go to a movie, and the language in the beginning of this movie was something that just made her stomach turn. That, and we were going to see my best friend's Greek wedding, and that was sold out. So, okay. very different movies, like totally opposite. Carl Middleman is back in the studio holding things down because we have Abby out here, luckily. Carl, Sir. do you have a film that comes to mind that you walked out of? I have never walked out. I've fallen asleep in have. films. Yeah, okay. Well, that's different, too. I've done that as well. So that I just wanted to check because you've seen a lot of movies as well. All right, so let's start with some new material. We'll get into some uh, TV content as well. This one we're going to start with called The Beekeeper. This place was crabgrass and weeds, and you brought it back to life. I just got a message saying that there's a problem with my computer. Yes, ma'am. We got this. Yesterday, she shot herself. This is private property. Do you know what they do here? Scamming the weakest in our society. Buddy, I'm counting to three. One, two, three. Jason Statham. I can't do the <laughs> accent, but I do like Jason Statham for sure, right? <laughs> Look, this has been out for a couple weeks. I had to go back and see it. I had been dying to see it. My daughter wanted to see it. It's a story of a... A man who, well, he's in the beekeeper program, which happens to be a bigger deal than uh, people want to say. He, he's kind of like the guy the government calls in when they don't want to call someone official to take care of things. He, his best friend at the time, played by Felicia Rashad, just gets scammed out of her entire life savings and then some. Let's be honest. We've all had these pop-ups on the computer. They scam you out of a ton of money. Well, Statham gets to do what all of us that know someone who's been through this wish to do, blows up their buildings, takes down the people, and finds government corruption. I love it. Did you say Felicia Rashad? Yeah. Yeah. That's an oldie but a goodie. It's nice to see her. She's not on screen for a ton of time. Uh, she's the one who gets initially scammed out of everything. Um, but it, just to see kind of, it's like one of those movies that's not really that good per se, but it's revenge, and it's like everybody wants to, to enjoy it. So people are having a good time with it. The violence is top-notch when it comes to violence in movies. I, I really had a good time with this. It's not a very good movie, but I had a good time with it. All right, what else do you got? You know, I, I want to toss in just because, Jane, I think you mentioned it last week, and, Paul, I don't know if you talked about it, but I watched Lover, Stalker, Killer on Netflix. So oh, oh, that was, you know, and I'm not going to argue it's the best documentary, but I did like the fact that it's tight. It's 90 minutes. They don't stretch it into three parts. Correct. And the storytelling, the narrative of this documentary is very different because they keep you guessing and they yes. keep you surprised yes. all the way. And it's, I think there's, if, and this is better to not know a lot about this movie. I don't want to tell people right. too much about it, but it's a, it's a true crime, Paul. I don't know if you can say much more than that just because um, we want to keep the story somewhat secret. But that was fascinating. 
Agreed. No, agreed. This is one of those things where, you know, online dating is a big thing. Let's be honest. And sometimes you're looking for love, and quite frankly, you may not find the nicest people in the world, uh, whether you do or not. And it's that kind of spiral after that, let's just say. Yeah, good good film, good documentary. I even recommended it to my mom and dad, and they don't even watch documentaries that much, but it's true crime, and I think people would like it. What else you got out there? I know there's a, Paul has mentioned, we, we uh, have him stationed up in Milwaukee. There is a, a Giannis documentary that's on Amazon Prime. Ooh. Yeah, you're going to try the last name, Mark. I can't do it. No, I can't either. Atatankumpo? I don't well, know. My kids, my kids I wouldn't even try it. I mean, I, yeah, I, I've just heard it, I don't think I've ever tried to pronounce it because I know I'll screw it up. Yeah. This is this is the story of the the whole family, and they're coming to. I mean, it goes back to the days where Giannis was coming in. Yeah, it, it gives you a little bit about when that name started was born, and people were afraid of it in the beginning and ashamed of it in the beginning, and then it became a moniker that's huge. It's a story about more than basketball, which is kind of fun to see. Giannis is one of those characters that goes deeper than that. His family meant the world, and. The, the kind of the real fascinating part early in the movie, you get to see how Giannis was going to walk away from the NBA if his family couldn't come here. And oh, just that idea a of a career that could never have happened if his family wasn't allowed to come into the United States. Fascinating documentary. Giannis is a real dude uh, in, a, in a land of superstars where we have so many that aren't. Um, there are other players out there that are like this. Uh, Giannis uh, the Incredible Journey is, or The Marvelous Journey, I should say, on Amazon Prime right now and definitely worth checking out. It's a great story. His story is amazing. I look forward to that. And, Jane, you even admitted, we talked about this last week, but the, the Tom Brady, the Patriots, not really yeah. about Tom Brady, Dynasty. but the Patriots documentary, even though you're a Brady hater, you said yep. that was pretty good. It is really good. And so, but that only comes out, you know, once a week, so you got to wait. Yeah. The other, Apple TV, The New Look. All right, it, what's that? That's about uh, fashion. Um, in World War II in oh, Europe. Oh, interesting. And, you know, which designers were with the Nazis. And it is, I was enthralled. I mean, I wanted to watch every episode. It's really, really good. Paul, have you seen that one? You got another one on Apple TV Plus called Constellation, I see. Yeah, Constellation starts today. And this is, uh, for those of you who like space, government, conspiracy, this has got it all. And it's uh, kind of that British-based, uh, European-based uh, type of plot. So you got to listen through some heavy accents from time to time. Very fascinating. I think there's two episodes up now. That's going to be one a week. And then let's end you with this. Netflix has got a new Tyler Perry movie out called Mea Culpa. Uh, it's uh, very sexual, very heated, very crime-ridden. And, Jane, you would love the fact that, uh, you know, she's an attorney here doing everything attorneys don't shouldn't do. I love that. You got to go through it. And tomorrow on Netflix, uh, SAG Awards is going to stream live on Netflix. So it's off of kind of mainstream television, you know, broadcast television. Netflix live tomorrow night at 7 Central uh, is going to have the SAG Awards. And would you anticipate any different, you know, results from some of the pre award shows like Critics' Choice? And of course, the BAFTAs were this week as well, weren't they? Yeah, you know, and, and the thing about um, the SAG Awards is these are actors rewarding actors. And so sometimes um, they recognize an actor that is just kind of legendary within the community in many ways. 
I think it's going to stay pretty much uh, true to form. The only places where I think it could get out of whack a little bit is, is honoring maybe some of those actors that haven't gotten awards uh, more recently. So, uh, But this is the one the actors want to win, really, other than the Oscar. They want to win the SAG because this is their colleagues telling them they're good. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this. I watched. I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm kind of out of the movie review business, and I'm late to a lot of these movies. But on Sunday night, we watched The Holdovers on oh, Hulu. Oh, that's the with one Paul I Giamatti. It was fantastic. It, it was really good. And you Everyone know, says it. one of the things about The Holdovers that I was unaware of, Paul, and there's when I watched it on Hulu, they had some um, featurettes that you can watch, and I was, you know, sure. interested in, in what the featurette said. So there's a kid that's cast as the, the basic storyline is this is set in the 80s he's a professor kind of a mean crabby professor at this boarding school and uh some of the kids can't go home for whatever reason over the holidays so they're held over oh, the over the yeah that's what it is okay so the kid that is um one of the main characters in the film with paul giamatti is named dominic sess is the name of the actor he plays angus mm-hmm. tully he's fantastic i'm watching this kid thinking how do i not know Who about dominic sessa well, nobody knew about him because they plucked him out of obscurity and nowhere. They wanted something and someone that was more authentic playing a student like this. And That's Alexander cool. Payne, the director who's done great films like Election and Sideways and The Descendants and Nebraska, decided to cast this kid. He is going to be a superstar. He was fantastic in this movie, oh, Paul. He discovered great. someone. I love that. And Paul Giamatti, I mean, he I cannot great. turn down anything that he's in. Is that movie going to win anything? I think so. I think Giamatti's got a real chance. I also think the, the kind of the inside track goes to uh, Divine Joy Robinson from that. She plays the, right. the cook that's home as well. I think she's got an inside track for, for awards as well. I think it's going to be something real special there. Uh, well, for those people who got to get exhausted with the, you know, with some of the artsy fartsy stuff and the preachy social justice movies, which is what I got exhausted by, the holdovers is just a solid, yeah. entertaining movie with great characters, great acting, and extremely well done by one of my favorite directors, Alexander Payne. Paul, tell folks where they can yeah. find your reviews. Hey, simplecomguy.com. We will talk next Friday. Thank you. Bye, Paul. Appreciate it. 440. We're coming back. We got Kusamano coming up next. In the next hour, a couple of folks, some local politicians, our friend Nick Shore, who's often on the roundtable, and State Senator Bob Onder, who's in the race for the third congressional district. It's all coming up. Come. Huh? Okay, we, we love, love you. you. And so eat. Eat. I think I'm supposed to talk. It's a little hard to hear Carl here at Cottleville because the room is hopping with people at the fish fry. We're in the Knights of Columbus Hall this afternoon. In the next hour, uh, former State Senator Bob Onder, who's running for Congress, will be with us, and our friend Nick Shore, who's a current State Senator. So we'll get into some stuff. Also, um, our friend Brian Ping from KNX in Los Angeles. Jane, have you followed the Rebecca Grossman trial out there? A little bit. Interesting case. She's accused of killing two young children driving 81 miles per hour after her date with a former Dodgers pitcher. Actually, Royce Clayton, former Cardinal, was involved in that case a little bit as well. But that went to the jury yesterday, and then the Rust trial started as well for the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. So Brian's going to weigh in on that. I have an audio cut of the day as well. We have Mr. Cusimano with us this afternoon, as we always do on a Friday. Frank, how are you? Good to be with you. That uh, food sounds pretty good. I heard you guys uh, coming out of the break. Jane sounded like she was eating some good uh, fried fish. Yes, it's. I mean, it's not right. I mean, I saved up all day. I didn't eat a thing because I knew what I was going to do here. It is delicious, Frank. Before we get going, I want you just in synopsis form because he told this story the other day. It's a great story. R- recount how you lost and got your phone back for the listeners this afternoon. Well, uh, I left it in an airport and I, I ran onto the plane, and then I realized it was still in the terminal, 
and I tried to get off, and they shut the door on me. I didn't want to create a scene, went back to my chair, and then some great Samaritan uh, called uh, on the emergency number and uh, said, hey, we got your phone. They failed, Federal Express it back, and I had it back in three days. I honestly, you know, I was thinking about this after you told the story. I'm not sure that I could have gotten on the plane without my phone. I think I would have said, let me out and just let me yeah. go and then skip my flight. But I, would, I, I don't know episode. what they do. They would not take that well. Yeah, because they wouldn't let yeah. you back out right. that way, right, Frank? They don't open the door. You would have been reporting on me the next day. Yeah. Uh, loud, yes. Loudmouth sportscaster arrested in Fort Myers Airport. <laughs> yeah, that would not have been helpful. No, not good at all. All right, let's talk a little sports here. The Blues back on the winning track last night. I was talking to Carl during one of the breaks, who is at all the Blues games, and I guess they scored a flurry of goals, didn't they, Frank, in a very short period? They set, yes, they set an all-time record with three goals in 32 seconds. The previous record was 36 seconds. They scored two goals in seven seconds, and it really brings up the hottest topic with the Blues right now because Pavel Buchnevich had the hat trick, his name is being rumored about being uh, sent to another team at the trade deadline. But I'll tell you what, if you trade him, you're probably not, not going to make a postseason. I would keep him, take your shot, and maybe too. Curtis Joseph can win a series for you and you advance to the second round. I would not trade Pavel Buchnevich. I agree. That would be crazy. But obviously, you know, they go into the break. They're, they're hot. They, they kind of stumble out last week. I was at the game on Saturday. It wasn't very pretty. And then I think they got smoked um, on President's Day. So this, what was different last night? Well, first of all, Curtis Joseph was magnificent. He had 38 saves. He looks like the 2019 Cujo. He could win a series by himself for you. And then that great, that great line of Buchnevich, Robert Thomas, and Jordan Cairo was just electric all game long. So, yeah, there's, I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup, but if they keep Buchnevich, they could win a series or two. Nice. Yeah, and I think, I think that's exciting. Look, I have a good friend of mine who uh, occasionally is on the show, Mo Lewis, who does radio at BXR in Columbia. He's a huge Blues fan, and I have to give him props because he stayed positive the entire season, and from the beginning, he predicted that this team would surprise some people. And, you know, yeah, if, if, what's interesting to me about the NHL is if you're even if you're an eight seed, if you get hot at the right time, especially with a good goalie, again, not saying they're going to make a deep run, but you got a shot, right, Frank? Absolutely. It's it's. A a goalie is like a starting pitcher. Like a starting pitcher can like win you a series, a short series. A goalie can win you a series in the NHL playoffs. Well, maybe we should start talking baseball a little bit because I know Matt Pauley's been down there in Jupiter. I'm sure our friend Tom Ackerman from the uh, KMOX side is heading down soon. Are you hearing? Is that what you were doing down there? Were you at spring training or were you doing something else? Uh, I was uh, actually watching my son play, but not, uh, not the Cardinals, no. So what are you hearing from camp uh, right now? Okay, so um, tomorrow they're going to play a split, a split squad doubleheader. And uh, the guy on the mound in Jupiter is going to be Matthew Libertor. And I think when you think Libertor, you think, oh, what a terrible trade. Randy Orozarena has become a star, and Libertor has yet to find himself. Now, he's still 24 years old. He's 6'5", he throws 95, he's left-handed, he's filled out a little bit more. I'm not saying we're ever going to say it's a great trade, but I do think there's plenty of baseball in Matthew Libertor, and I think he's going to have a good career. He's the sixth starter as we speak, but I think he'll break north with the camp out of the bullpen and eventually you know, do some starting when one of the five go down because that usually happens, especially with an older staff. Well, I think there's a lot of curiosity here over what's going to happen in the next you know, four to five weeks and see what they can put together because of what happened last season. We're starved for some better baseball. I think it's uh, safe to say that at the very least, Frank. Absolutely. So, 
Anything new this week after, Jane, we were talking about this a couple of days ago, the departure of uh, Desiree Reed francois from Mizzou, and sort of unusual circumstances because she goes to Arizona, and she does have some history there, but she took less money. Do you know, Frank, have you followed this whole scenario and narrative about the buyout and what's going to happen with that? Yeah, here's the thing is, uh, for the people who don't know it, the University of Arizona has an athletic department that's got some real financial woes right now. So not only do they sign her to a contract, but they have to uh, buy her contract out. So they owe the University of Missouri a certain amount of money in addition to paying her contract, which is these buyouts are the craziest things in sports. They really are. I mean, Tonzo Martin, I think, got $10 million to leave Mizzou. Jimbo Fisher, this is the greatest buyout of all time, got $90 million on, for a buyout on the way out at Texas A&M for $80 to $90 million. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah, he had a good agent. Yeah. <laughs> you have to give Smart the agent up. a lot of credit there. Frank, what's coming up on Sports Plus on Sunday night? We're going to sit down uh, Carolyn Kendall, the uh, only female owner in MLS. Uh, everything she's done right, uh, the way they treat the players, all the hires she's made, and that, that stadium is just so magnificent. They've added six new restaurants, and we'll talk with her because they'll be in action on uh, Saturday night, their first official MLS game of the season against Real Salt Lake. And they get, I would say, for this time of year, pretty decent weather. I think we've all agreed. Sue and I have talked about this a couple of times this week. The February weather is going to come back to haunt us oh. in March and April. Yeah, we're going to pay, Frank. We will no pay. storms It's going to be miserable. Kusumano, thank yeah. you so much. We'll talk on Monday afternoon. Glad you got your phone back. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. How about that story, right? Oh, man. That is crazy. Hey, we have a fancy politician who just sat down at the table, State Senator Nick Schroer, who's going to visit with us after the top of the hour. Bob Onder, who's running for Congress, is also going to swing by. And then I mentioned uh, Brian Ping, our friend from KNX in Los Angeles. Brian is going to report in on a couple of stories that I have interest in. The Rust trial started for the armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, and we're kind of curious about that. And then we'll, we'll have Brian explain. I mentioned this Rebecca Grossman trial. I've been following it because I go to the LA Times every day, and it's um, it's just a sad story because these two young Horrible. kids, I think they were seven and nine years old, oh. were just smashed into by, well, this is what makes it interesting. Was it Rebecca Grossman's SUV or her ex-boyfriend who used to pitch for the Dodgers because they were both screaming through this neighborhood reportedly at 80 miles an hour, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> now, But what the defense presented, they presented evidence that said, the GPS was wrong. They were only, well, think about it. They were only going 50, okay, 50 in a in a subdivision when these kids were just Wait crossing a minute. the GPS street. The GPS was wrong by 30 miles per hour? Yeah, they they had experts that testified that the um, the information that came off, some of the stuff from the car, look, Sue, I'm just telling you, they're trying to put reasonable doubt, right? Yeah. And yeah. what they were trying to do is say that she wasn't the one that hit the kids, that it was the other guy. The problem is is that there was damage to the front of her car, oh. and it certainly looked like oh. she was responsible. So, uh, But you know how it goes. You yeah. just need a little reasonable doubt, and then you're out yeah. of that. So we'll have Brian in on that, plus an audio cut of the day and more coming up in the next hour. We are live in Cottlewood. Come see us. It is packed at the Knights of Columbus Hall. Fish Fry Fridays on the Mark Reardon Show. Hang in there. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 